That is right. Your eyes and your ears are not are not playing tricks on you. We've got Saturday morning NBA content, the eve of the Super Bowl, but we're doing it in the NBA. We're frisky. We're risky. We're just trying to have some fun. How you doing out there, you party people? Welcome into the Saturday show. And look, I, I said I was going to do this on the live stream yesterday. Again, if you're not in for the live stream, for some reason, YouTube notifications weren't working yesterday. Fingers crossed that they get back today. But for the podcast listeners, you're never going to get those live streams because we do them live and then the slate starts. So there's no reason to put on the podcast. So be sure to tune into those. We do them 4 p.m. during the week. I might do one today. I'm not yet sure, but we might be doing one today. So just watch out for that notification around that 4, actually 5 p.m. East Coast time is when I would be doing that show. So I said I was going to do it because, you know, it's a Saturday slate. It'll probably be like a five or six game slate. Wrong. Nine game slate today on a Saturday. So we're going to be covering this big one, but I'm a man of my word. So we're going to be getting this fella out the way right now. Like subscribe, do those things. And if you're just finding me for some reason, because it's weekend content and it reaches more people, what you doing? How you feeling? Hope you're having a lovely start to your weekend, lovely start to your Saturday, whenever you're going to be watching this. Any questions, just let me know in the comment section. Reach out to me on Twitter, at SalVetriDFS. We do these shows every day during the week, and with the NFL now officially going to end tomorrow after the Super Bowl, at least this season, having to cover the sport in that realm. We're going to be doing every day, morning shows Monday through Friday, occasional weekend content as well when I have when I'm not traveling like today, and then also we do live streams later on in the day around 4 p.m. We cover PGA, MMA, all that stuff, but... I know why you guys are here. You wanted to hear me smack you with some information. You want to get smacked by the information. All right, we're going to start this video off right now with the injury and status dashboard, letting you know who's banged up and who you got to watch out for before we get into the early interest, the picks early on. Those early interests stem from my projections, which you can find down below if you want to follow along my projections, my value rankings for NBA and other sports as well, and also for Superdraft, the presenting sponsor, the hoodie that I'm wearing right now, but Superdraft, the presenting sponsor of the show. We'll also talk about them in a little while. So let's start it up up top right now with Mr. We'll start with San Antonio up top. We'll go reverse alphabetical order with these teams. We'll start with Mr. DeJounte Murray. DeJounte Murray is going to be questionable today with an ankle injury and Lonnie Walker has already been ruled out. Now in their last game, they haven't played for a couple days now, but in their last game, Lonnie Walker played 21 and a half minutes. He ended up getting hurt in the third quarter and DeJounte Murray played basically his normal 30, 30 and a half minutes, closed the game out. So who is going to see these bumps with these guys off the court? Well, DeMar DeRozan, yes. Marcus Aldridge also still out. So there's some pretty big minutes to go around here if DeJounte Dante Murray was to miss. Already with Lonnie Walker out, there's going to be some. So what basically happens is you don't really have a big sample. So I'm going to keep Lamarcus Aldridge on the court because if you take him off, there's just no sample. There's no sample of Aldridge, Murray, and Lonnie Walker all off the court this year. You're going to get like five minutes. So if you take off Dejounte Murray and Lonnie Walker, who benefits there? Well, it's going to be Demar Derozan at 1.34 fantasy points per minute, Kelton Johnson at 1.05 fantasy points per minute, Derek White in his limited minutes since coming back about two to three games, he's averaging over a fantasy point per minute. So those are going to be the guys who start to look appealing. If Dejounte Murray misses today, Derek White is somebody who I think plugs right into the starting lineup and looks very appealing. You're already going to have a backup in Jakopodolin. You're probably going to have a backup for somebody, and you haven't had Lonnie Walker starting all that often since all the guys have been healthy and Derek White has been back, but if Lonnie Walker is going to be back, be sure to keep an eye on what the starting rotation is going to look like. Be sure to see what they're going to be doing there, but I assume since Rudy Gay is also back that he will be filling in, so expect a starting rotation today if there's no DeJounte Murray of Derek White, DeMar DeRozan, Keldon Johnson, Rudy Gay, and Jakopodolin. So it'll be a little bit interesting, a lot of minutes to go around, and potential value in San Antonio. Get over to Philadelphia. Joel Embiid is questionable with a knee injury and Curry is also questionable today. Ben Simmons is probable. So just track that. If Joel Embiid is out, you know what to do. Play some uh, Ben Simmons, play some Tobias Harris. If you want to be going in for some of the backup stuff in terms of Dwight Howard, who's let a lot of people down as of later, Tony Bradley's, depending on who starts, I would like to start. Let's slide all up over to OKC where you got SGA. He's missed the last two games with this knee injury. Now SGA, he's going off the court this season. The most minutes played is to Mr. Hamadou Diallo. He was averaging 1.12 fantasy points per minute. His price is coming up, but he is still affordable. You also saw the big game yesterday. They just played yesterday. This is the back 
back-to-back again, missed the front end of it with a knee injury, his second straight game missed. You're having Al Horford in 90 minutes without SGA, so about three games of Al Horford averaging 30 minutes a game, averaging one. 0.35 fantasy points per minute. So obviously that's a little bit inflated from his big game yesterday, but Al Horford, Diallo, you had Theo Maldon miss yesterday. They're saying that he's probably going to play today, but just track that status. He averages about 0.8 minutes with no SGA in 257 minutes, but the bigger news there is that he plays bigger minutes into that 34, 35, 36 minute range. You have Lou Dort getting banged up as well from OKC. So OKC, if you've been playing DFS the last two times that they've been on the slate, they've just been the ultra value. Yesterday, I said I like Diallo. I like Al Horford. I like the entire team, basically. And what you're getting right now, Roby starting yesterday. He's played over 140 minutes with no SGA and he's averaging about 0.9 fantasy points per minute so just keep an eye on the starting rotation but it's going to be continued to be the guys who have that 40 to 50 point upside like you saw in some cases yesterday with Al Horford Horford Diallo for me if you want to go to Darius Bezos that's fine he averages close to a fantasy point per minute but we're really gonna have to see what's going to be the news here I hope SGA is just in because it's 7400 I'm gonna eat that up all day against Minnesota assuming he plays his minutes but if he is out it's another day of throw your hands in the air and party like you just don't care because you're gonna get all the value even though the price points coming up on OKC slightly it's still a lot of value there for a bunch of guys being out. We head over now to Memphis, where Memphis doesn't look appealing today because, yeah, Brandon Clark's questionable. He might miss, right? But Jonas Valanciunas is back, and Jonas Valanciunas normally doesn't play big minutes. And coming back for an injury, I don't expect to see big minutes here. And now Grayson Allen is due back as well. So, bam, just throw everything out the window from DeAnthony Melton's minutes come up. Even if Grayson Allen only plays 14 minutes, right? Even if he only plays 15 minutes, doesn't play that many minutes, right? It's still going to be enough to take away from DeAnthony Melton. It's still going to be enough to take away from some of these other guys, probably Xavier Tillman on this team, who are already priced up. So, nobody on this team looks appealing. If you want to try and get John Morant's ceiling game, then sure, go there at a very low ownership in a GPP. But nobody on this team is going to look appealing now. Even if Brandon Clark was to miss, I guess Gorgie Dane can start to look a little bit better, but not much interest in Memphis today. Heading over to Houston now, where it's some of the biggest news on the slate. Fellas, I just want to let you know real quick that the sponsor of today's show is Superdraft. Again, they're going to have a $12,000 contest today to first place. They had a $15,000 contest yesterday. They're only filling at around 70 to 80%, meaning that basically 20 to 30% of the lineups in there are putting all zeros into their lineup. That's basically what that equals out to. Let me ask you this right now. If I'm DraftKings, there was a contest with 100 people, and you knew 30 of those people, or maybe even 20 to 25 of those people, were putting all zeros into their lineup, and you automatically beat those people, and now you're moving up easily, just like that. Why would you not play in it? You probably would. But, but, but that's not happening on DraftKings because the contests are filling so much. The edge on SuperDraft right now is yes, it's a fun, it's a different type of a game. It's a multiplier format. But if we're talking real cash and you actually trying to win five figures, right? It's fun. DFS is fun. I get that. But if you actually want to try and win the money up top, which I'm sure most of you want to do, go to the contest where 25% of the prize pool isn't filling. 25% of the prize pool or the contest field, nobody's getting into. They're just taking all zeros, right? You only have to face 75% of the pool. You only have to face 75 out of 100 people, not 100 out of 100. That makes your expected value, your plus EV, your expected value decisions so much higher. Your first dollars, again, if you're somebody who's trying to win money, if you're not, that's fine. And again, I know I'm being tongue in cheek here, but if you're trying to win money on DFS, be sure to sign up for SuperDraft. The contests are not yet filling. They're going to. I'm seeing massive promotion for SuperDraft from a bunch of other sites that have never happened before, probably because of the Super Bowl, but just in general, because of a lot of overlay, it's going to stop happening. Not immediately, not tonight, so be sure to get into it. My name's Sal, SAL, I'll get you a free money bonus up to $1,000 Ruskies. There's a link down below to sign up. Use that code Sal, SAL, to get that free money bonus and jump into the contest tonight for the NBA, jump into some of their Super Bowl contests. I personally have 20 Super Bowl tickets to give away for SuperDraft. All you got to do is leave a podcast review, rate it and review. It takes literally 30 seconds on the Apple or Stitcher app, Apple Podcast Stitcher for Androids, and then just send me a screenshot to my email or to my Twitter and just say, hey, I reviewed it, put me into that raffle. Only like 25 people have done it, and I've got 20 tickets to give away, so a lot of people are going to get those motherfucking tickets. So check out those promotions. There's a link down below to SuperDraft to sign up. That code Sal, let you know you came for me and gives you that free money bonus. Let's get now into the rest of the video. John Wall's question mark. That's not even the big news. David Nwaba.
Waba is questionable as well. So keep an eye on John Wall. If he was to miss, you probably see Sterling Brown, who played 27 minutes in the last game when John Wall was not out there, see some decent run. But Christian Wood is out indefinitely. He's going to be evaluated on a weekly basis. So it is now DeMarcus Cousins season on DraftKings until he's priced at like the proper $8,000 price tag. In that low 6K range, he is way too cheap. So DeMarcus Cousins is going to project out the start today with Christian Wood out indefinitely with an ankle injury. We can slide up into Detroit, where Detroit yesterday on the front end of the back-to-back, Derek Rose and Wayne Ellington missed. You had Sadiq Bey start in that game and DeLon Wright. DeLon Wright ended up playing just 25 minutes, but there's not much to look out there. It turned into a massive blowout where most of the starters, most of the starters ended up leaving in the late third quarter. So DeLon Wright in the first half alone, and this is an interesting play today because DeLon Wright in that first half ended up playing 18 minutes in the first half. 18 minutes is absolutely fantastic for DeLon Wright, who's a quality fantasy point per minute producer. So keep an eye on Derek Rose's status today on the second night of the back-to-back. Keep an eye on Wayne Ellington, who had Sadiq Bey start in his place. Sadiq Bey played 26 minutes he had 14 real life points but he did close out that game which is nice maybe he's a little bit blowout proof he played the final six and a half minutes of that game just keep an eye there Josh Jackson did not get the start played 25 minutes off the bench Sekou Dumboya got his minutes bumped up to 18 Isaiah Stewart a rookie who does look pretty decent got his minutes around 24 but he did close out the final 15 minutes of the blowout so basically what I'm looking at here is DeLon Wright is going to be somebody who's in play for me strongly in play if there's no Derrick Rose and if there's no Wayne Ellington even more minutes into the rotation for guys like Sadiq Bay to Chicago with some more news shout out to chicago freestyle from mr drizzy drake hopefully you're a fan out there i can't wait for this stuff to open back up these concerts these these music festivals man that stuff brings me so much joy i cannot wait side note sidebar but somebody says sal why, why did you on the live stream one why do you just f- fumble with your microphone so much like this but why why are you doing that it's because i love him but let's get back into it now chicago chicago you have Otto porter jr out indefinitely Otto porter jr out with the back injury so that, so that naturally helps Dad young who's already priced up to 6600 but now Lori marketing who left yesterday early with a shoulder injury is going to be doubtful and Lori marketing when he left yesterday denzel valentine checked directly in for him but you saw bigger minutes not for valentine now valentine checked in played some decent minutes there and now this was in a competitive game to orlando they only lost by four. So Laurie Markkinen leaves early on, about two minutes into, I believe it was exactly one minute and 30 seconds into the second half. And then you saw Denzel Valentine check in and he ended up playing the next 11 and a half minutes straight, but did not close out the game. You had Thad Young play 32 minutes in that game. Zach Levine got his normal run. So the bump in terms of minutes, you saw Chandler Hutchison actually enter the rotation and play for the direct bump right when Laurie got hurt was Denzel Valentine picking up about 10 to 11 minutes of play. Thad Young got more security in his minutes. And then the final couple of guys, Patrick Wood, Williams played 34 minutes. He basically closed out the game. And you saw Tomas Sadoransky play about 21 minutes. So with no Otto Porter and no Laurie Marketing, yes, Thad Young is going to look good. And I haven't been a proponent to playing Thad Young because he's already been priced up. And now look, Laurie Marketing has been $6,700 and nobody's been dying to play him. Thad Young, 6,600. Now maybe the minute security gets you there a little bit more. Maybe he can get to 34 minutes instead of 30 or so. So that would put Thad Young in play. And he does have 50 point upside, but at 6,600, if he scores you 35 points, yes, for Thad Young, that's good. But for the price point, it's not good right so some other guys Denzel Valentine at 4k flat but I think the one that I'm going to be liking probably the most and indirectly and I liked him yesterday as a lower owned option or a mid to lower owned option and it's just Zach Levine it's as simple as that it's as simple as liking Zach Levine a little bit more now because the overall usage as it already flows through him a good amount is gonna have to flow through him even more the minutes as long as the game stays close he normally is playing these 36 minutes a game you don't have to worry about that so much but he's averaging 1.47 let me repeat that 1.47 fantasy points per minute and 174 minutes without Otto Porter and Lori Markkinen on the court. 
That is absolutely ridiculous, right? 1.47 fantasy points per minute. To give you a little bit of an example of that is basically what LeBron James averages. And LeBron James is always priced at $10,000 or pretty close to it and above when you're getting right now Zach Levine around $8,600. And there is a big difference. When you put Laurie and Otto Porter on the court, Zach Levine this season in 745 minutes averages 1.24. Still quality, but nowhere near 1.47. So I'm going to be liking Zach Levine actually the most because of this, because of the overall usage rate, the overall assist percentage and rebounding rate that goes up for that playa. Play All righty, now let's close the door with some of the big news. Kevin Durant out. Weird stuff yesterday. I don't know how to explain it to you. They said that he's not going to start for health reasons. Okay, well, did the COVID tests not come back? I haven't read any of the reports. And then he leaves at halftime. So they're trying to just keep this precautious, precautionary, make sure that his test is false positive or whatever's happening. I don't actually know the narrative. Either way, he's not playing today due to health reasons. So we're dealing with too small of a sample here. Now, if all we do is take Karis LeVert off and Kevin Durant to try and get a little bit more of a sample. So again, this is going to have some rates in there with Jaron Allen and Torian Prince on the team. I know they're not on the team anymore, but just to get a bigger minute sample, you're getting James Harden in about 158 minutes, average about one. 1.4 fantasy points per minute. Kyrie in 120 minutes is averaging about 1.4 as well. So these guys are both firmly in play. That's obvious to you. Other guys that stand out, if we have to see who starts at power forward, if it's Joe Harris starting at power forward, closer to the basket, better rebounding rate for him at just $6,000. But we'll have to see what happens there. I don't think DeAndre Jordan's minutes will get up to a point where I can feel secure there. So James Harden, Kyrie Irving, obvious answers. If Joe Harris is starting at power forward, him as well. And Trey Young is questionable with DeAndre Hunter already ruled out today. Kevin Horder is probable for Atlanta. Let's get into the early interest. Just keep an eye on Trey Young injury you had rondo start last time and not really get you there but play the minutes so if you get the minutes again i'm fine to not hold one game on him when he was only 34 and got you 20 points which isn't awful right i'm fine not holding that against him if indeed he gets the same situation today so let's now get into the early interest where we're going to scroll we're going to keep you suspense hit me with the like button hit me with the subscribe that notification bell so you know when we're going live i may be doing and i plan to do a super draft only breakdown for the super bowl because they have massive six and seven figure million dollar prize pool as well in super draft the biggest day for super draft is going to be this sunday for the super bowl that's probably with a lot of smaller sites but we'll have some more content today for that check out all the content from this week my best bets prop bets as well we did one a whole video so if you're going to be betting on the super bowl man this is in depth with dylan we did a live stream yesterday we have the final thoughts video out with some new editing in that so be sure to check that out give me your thoughts your feedback on that love to get any feedback on that it's kind of a, a sketch it's of what i want to be doing in some short form t- content with this quick hitting stuff andrew schultz style and then sunday i'll be live I'll be live a couple times. I'll be live noon to 1 p.m. East Coast time. I'll be live 2.30, and maybe we'll go a little bit longer. And then I'll be live 2.30 to 3.30 for a hangout. It'll just be a hangout. It'll be me and some of my boys. We're just going live, right? Some some of my boys from back home. We'll just be going live, talking about the game, talking about our bets, and taking viewer questions. So it'll be a very casual, right? We'll get we'll get all the, the, the hard-hitting stuff for DraftKings out of the way earlier on. And then a very casual hangout stream. So I'm excited to do that more. So just for fun to do content with my friends. And then if anybody's got questions, feel free to drop them. But getting into the early interest, we can start with Brooklyn. And again, if we just talked about them. So basically, you take Kevin Durant and Karis LeVert off the court. You ended up seeing yesterday when this happened, when you got to see Kevin Durant come off the court a little bit earlier. Now he didn't start the game and then he came into the game. He checked into the game and then he basically leaves the game. Brooklyn loses by six to Toronto yesterday, but you got to see a couple guys pick up minutes because of this. Landry Shamit played about 22 minutes. TLC really didn't get much run. Just played 14 minutes, but Landry Shamit saw the minutes bump and the main minutes went to Bruce Brown, who got to close out uh, pretty much most of the game outside of like the final minute or two. Bruce Brown played 25.4 minutes. He scored 13 real life points. So Bruce Brown at $3,500. He started in that game already. So now if he's going to start and there's no and there's no Kevin Durant, you can expect close to a 0.85 fantasy point per minute producer, even closer to 0.9 on the season. He averages 0.81. You can expect somewhere above 24 minutes of play, maybe even pushing 26, 28 with no Kevin Durant. So he's going to be looking good. I think he's the one value option that stands out the most for me. And then James Harden, James Harden and Kyrie Irving. Which one do I like more right now? Uh, I'm going to be leaning early on probably towards Kyrie Irving just for the price discount here, but I like them both a good amount. So they're both in play, as you can see right there, both of their usage rates and really their fantasy point per minute productions goes up to about 1.4 
fantasy points per minute with Harden off the court and a limited sample of 120, 150 minutes, but still it's a sample that we have. Next up, lots of interest coming in for Chicago today, as you can imagine with the news that we're not going to probably have Laurie Markkinen after the shoulder injury yesterday, and probably we already know out indefinitely, no Otto Porter. So with that news, I know what I want to do. I want to be getting a lot of Zach Levine, and we already talked about this at just $8,600, somebody who's been balling out this year. We already talked about his rates going above 1.4 fantasy points per minute when you don't have Laurie or Otto Porter on the court this year in a decent minute sample of 174 minutes. His usage rate spiked from the mid-20s to 34%, right? And now here's the thing. In that sample, he's shooting very nice. He's shooting 68%. So that's very high. But also, that's taking into account that he's driving a lot more often, and their offense does change and go fully through him. So a matchup against Orlando today, I'm fine to get to this. The guy's already averaging 35 and a half minutes a game. It's the second night of a back-to-back playing against the exact same team in Orlando, and the game last night was fairly close. And then as stated earlier, Denzel Valentine did check directly in for Laurie Markkinen and get to pick up about 11 minutes, but the news there is that they didn't really let him close. In a close game, they didn't go with Denzel Valentine to close out the game. If we look at what the closing rotation was, and they ended up losing by four last night, and this was a massive blowout. Last night to start the fourth quarter, the game was a blowout. It was 97 to about 81, so that's a massive 16-point difference, right? But then they ended up coming back, and they tied the game up pretty late in that game, did Chicago. So we don't know what their exact rotations are going to be towards the end of the game. Did they leave some guys in because they were playing better, right? Will Denzel Valentine close out in a closer game? Who you got basically closing out that game and playing massive minutes was Garrett Temple playing 30 minutes. He got to play basically because they started to come on this trend, right? They went on a six to one run, a 14 to four run in the fourth quarter. Now, maybe they go if it's a bigger team, Denzel Valentine instead of Garrett, uh, Garrett Temple out there, but you're going to be getting Kobe White, Patrick Williams, Thad Young, and Zach Levine as a secure four there, which is why Denzel Valentine, yeah, he's only $4,000. Now his minutes are going to come up probably somewhere around that 20, 22 minute mark. So that looks good at 4K if no other value opens up. But other than that, Zach Levine's who I'm really focusing in on. Thad Young is just fine for me. He played 32.2 minutes yesterday against Orlando. And if you're talking about how he specifically matched up, he shot seven of 10 overall. It was fine. Seven rebounds, five assists. Expect the rebounding rate to go up with no Laurie Markkinen now going to be on the court. No out of Porter. Mr. Thaddeus Young averages a 15% rebounding rate with no Laurie Markkinen on the court. A 20% usage rate as well in 0.95 fantasy points per minute. Here's the thing. Thad Young for me, not a priority. Thad Young, if he picks up any ownership today, not somebody I really want to go to. Can he drop 50? Yes, but I'll lean towards Zach Levine as really the only guy who stands out, even with these injuries from Chicago for me in a major way. Let's shimmy over to Cleveland where you're going to get just some guys who look decent, right? Some guys who look decent and really, honestly, really massively underpriced, but the minutes are the concern for Andre Drummond. Drummond has now hit the 7K range. I think Torian Prince is still fair to play as well as he's been playing bigger minutes, but Drummond against Milwaukee, $7,900. Look, this is still a guy who's averaging 1.49 fantasy points per minute. It's just a matter of, are you going to give us 28 to 30 minutes? Or are you going to keep giving us 23 to 27 minutes because of potential blowouts and because of just the way that they're playing right now in Cleveland? And we slowly got to see that a little bit. 30 minutes in that last game, scores about close to 40 fantasy points, just doesn't have a good game. Now he's $7,900. But two games ago in a close game where he plays 33 minutes, he dropped 62 and a half fantasy points, right? Okay, and a blowout in between there in the third against the Clippers and a blowout where they lose by 20 plus points, he only plays 22 minutes. That makes sense. And a blowout against New York where they lose by 20 plus points points, he only plays 24 minutes. He's not going to get you there, right? So if you're dating back to some of these blowouts, he's probably not going to be getting you there. But if the game stays close in this game against Milwaukee, I mean, Cleveland's been playing well this year, right? You saw Matthew Delvadova. He had a Twitter post that said, hey, they're playing really good. They're going to make the playoffs. I want to get back. He's dealing with some sort of, I believe, concussion, maybe brain fog injuries, and maybe some other injuries as well. But yeah, Drummond at $7,900, I'm not going to say it's not a good play. I'm not going to say it's not going to grade out fantastic as one of my better payup options above $7,000 today. It's going to look fantastic. I'm going to be trying to play Drummond. On a nine-game slate, I also want to play guys like Vooch who continues to smash and some of these other options. But on a slate where we have Giannis and Luka, if you really get all the value to go all the way up top, on a slate where we have no Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving looks really appealing in that price range right and you obviously have James Harden 
do we want to spend in this mid 7k range on a guy like an Andre Drummond me right now yes Colin Sexton at 7300 back-to-back games 38 minutes we'd like to see that he's averaging over 35 minutes per game on the season the usage rate is all the way up right now to 28 percent Colin Sexton is averaging right now exactly one fantasy point per minute he's priced fine at 7300 he's priced appropriate for what his median is so he's in play for me right now but he gets a massive upside for you so if you're looking for a guard in that range he's somebody who is going to stand out for me let's say if John Wall is out John Wall's in I prefer John Wall at 7500 to Colin Sexton but right now Drummond the clear guy for me in Cleveland next up is going to be Golden State and Golden State is going to be offering us some more value here Golden State you have to track Eric Paschkel so Eric Paschkel is going to be questionable today for Golden State I don't know if we touched on that but Eric Paschkel being questionable today check that because uh Toscano Anderson somebody who's been on like these 10-day contracts he got to play in that last game and he got to play in a major way and really try and make his case to stay in this rotation stay on this team just a reminder that there's no Marquise Chris no Wiseman no Looney so yeah if Eric Paschkel is out again you're going to be getting some decent minutes from some of these guys now Eric Paschkel with none of those centers on the court has averaged over a fantasy point per minute so far this year in 212 minutes so if Paschkel was to return today he's been dealing with back spasms so even in the last game that we got to see him play he only played 14 minutes limited because of his back so he's a sketchy player even if he's active but if he's active and he's starting well then you get to see him in the starting rotation and feel secure about his minutes I don't think that's going to happen and really Steve Kerr was praising Toscano Anderson and Draymond Green was praising him on social media and Twitter in a post-game interview hyping him up he seems like he really has has fit this team well and that he's got teammates that really believe in him so Toscano Anderson after a really strong performance I don't know how you take him out of the starting rotation especially since none of the centers are back that can push Draymond back to power forward so I think Anderson's going to start again at $4,200 and just two X multiplier and Superdraft. Again, Superdraft is a presenting sponsor of the show, so be sure to check them out. Uh, promo code SAL, SAL, get you that free money bonus up to $1,000 Ruskies. So you really don't have a big sample so far this season. Draymond Green is basically averaging a fantasy point per minute with all those centers off the court. You get Toscano Anderson averaging about 0.92 fantasy points per minute. And again, Eric Pascal averaging around one fantasy point per minute. So they all look pretty good, but they're all small samples of like 70 to 80 minutes. But Draymond playing bigger minutes in that last game. Draymond getting active in a bunch of different departments as well. And he really hasn't even showed you what he can do as a scorer. Draymond's not known as one of the best scorers out there, but but if Draymond puts up a 12 to 15 point real life day, then yeah, Draymond Green's going to start to really pop off for these 50 point performances. He's already popping off for some decent performances in that last game of 40, right? He put up 11 points. He got you the 15 assists. The assist percentage has never been better. And he picks up those rebounds for you in 29 minutes of play. He gets you 42. And that was in a massive blow. That was in a game where they win by 30 plus against Dallas, right? So if Draymond Green ends up actually playing his full minutes and doesn't lose six to seven minutes at the end of the game, there's even more on the bone there for him. And you could say that, oh, but Toscano Anderson played through the blow and played 40 minutes. Yeah, he did. He played 40 minutes. And if he doesn't play through the blow, maybe he only plays 32 minutes but he's he's Juan Toscano Anderson a guy who's literally just off of or still on a 10-day contract he's gonna play through the blowout run that's who he is right he's not Steph Curry he's gonna play through the blowout run so he's kind of blowout proof in that regard even if again they were up by that big Steph Curry doesn't step on the court in the fourth quarter Draymond literally doesn't step on the court at the end of the third or the whole fourth quarter and Toscano Anderson at $4,200 is blowout proof plays the entire fourth quarter and 40 minutes of play and he scores 14 real life points I like Toscano Anderson if Eric Paschkel is back the caveat in his starting then I start to lean away from Anderson but if Anderson's starting I like him and Draymond I like the most out of any of these other starters from Golden State so we can get to Houston and talk about the obvious elephant in the room when there's no Christian Wood or James Harden on the court this year and if John Wall's out even better 1.35 fantasy point per minute production on 24% usage on 32% rebounding and 24% assists for DeMarcus Cousins you just put DeMarcus Cousins in today and you play him it's as simple as that now if there's no John Wall you saw Sterling Brown play 27 minutes in the last game he becomes appealing especially if he starts Oladipo becomes more appealing at 8200 and DeMarcus Cousins becomes even more of a lock 
So that's that's basically the easy breakdown in Houston. Houston also talking about it. They're facing San Antonio today, where there's no Lamarcus Aldridge, where you're going up against Jakob Podol, Jakob Podol and Rudy Gay today for Demarcus Cousins. Yes, that is going to be easy pickings in my opinion. From Milwaukee, it's Giannis as a pay up if we get enough value against Cleveland today. I think that the price point on Middleton is dropping enough, but you know who Giannis is. You know what he can do out there. Back to back 60 plus point games, 60 plus points for fantasy purposes in three of the last four. If there's enough value, yes, he is my priority pay up. I prefer Giannis over Harden today. I prefer Giannis over Luka today if indeed there's enough value. D'Andro Russell from Minnesota. Maybe he'll be questionable again, but he continues to play and he continues to be too cheap. Now the price points come up a couple hundred dollars. So it's 35 point performances for 7,200 really don't do much for you at all anymore, but he's still playing decent minutes. He's still averaging over 1.1 fantasy points per minute, a 30% usage rate, 30 minutes per game at this point. Now Malik Beasley playing better and Malik Beasley is also in play for me. I'll still prefer Russell over Beasley as Beasley's price has also jumped up still $500 less than Russell, but it's now also jumped up to that upper 6k range. But just as a touching point with no Carl Anthony Towns on the court this season, you're getting Malik Beasley averaging one fantasy point per minute exactly on 25% usage, and you're getting Russell averaging 1.15 fantasy points on 30% usage. So give me Russell. That price point is justified being more than Beasley based on what he's producing right now, 31% assist percentage to Beasley's 12% assist percentage with no cat on the court. So to OKC we go, and to OKC we just have to wait. I really don't want to break deep into this because if SGA is back, it's very simply all these other guys are priced up to a massive extent. I don't want any of them, and I just want to play SGA who's underpriced at 7,400. If SGA is out again, well, then it's Diallo, it's Al Horford for me, and then it's who's the starters. Is Roby starting again? Sure, get to him. Oh, is it Justin Jackson now starting today and they want to see what that looks like? Sure, get to him. That's as simple as it gets. Baisley, yeah, he averages like a fantasy point per minute, about 0.95 with no SGA on the court. He just looks fine. But my priorities would be Horford, Diallo, and then who that other cheap guy is, a Roby, a Justin Jackson that is starting in the rotation for OKC today. And then the more simple side, if SGA, Shea, Gilchrist, Alexander plays, is I just have interest in him, assuming that he's not limited and none of these other guys who are priced up. We now finish it up with a couple more guys. Nikola Vucevic price point has finally come up. Can you imagine that they had the nerve to put this guy a point or $8,200 a couple games ago? Nikola Vucevic, still no Aaron Gordon, at least not as of right now, unless we get a report later on. And Vooch is averaging about 1.43 fantasy points per minute so far this season without Aaron Gordon on the court, without Markel Fultz on the court. Vooch has been fantastic. I don't have to tell you how good this guy is. Very quietly has a 24% assist percentage, a 32% defensive rebounding rate, and 32% usage. Vooch is in play. I like him a lot. He just dropped 70 plus last night, so I'm sure he's going to pick up ownership. It's interesting though. He's priced pretty close to Kyrie. He's priced pretty close to Zach Levine. So there are pivots. If Vooch is going to be a top five owned guy in tonight's slate where there are cheaper center pivots like an Andre Drummond tonight, like a obvious DeMarcus Cousins, I can get away from Vooch tonight. I like Levine a lot. I do like Kyrie Irving. So Vooch is nowhere near as much of a priority because one, the price point is coming up and the opportunity cost at center is much higher. Boogie Cousins should be a thousand to two thousand dollars more expensive for what his role will be without Christian Wood. So Boogie Cousins is a center that I'm definitely playing over Vooch. And then after that, if you want to play Vooch in there, you're missing out on your utility spot. You're missing out on the ability to play guys like Andre Drummond or even just pay up for some other guys in that range like a Levine or a potentially, potentially Kyrie Irving. So just keep that in mind. The opportunity cost is much higher. DeMar DeRozan is a strong option at 7,200. I don't know how he is this cheap. And especially if you get no DeJounte Murray out there, DeMar DeRozan just becomes a smash play. Now, Derek White being back and next to him will still take some usage away. Derek White is a good player. So if DeJounte Murray was out, you would still see some usage being sucked away from him. But even if DeJounte Murray plays today, this price tag is just too cheap for the 34 minutes a game you're getting out of DeMar DeRozan. He's averaging right now with these guys off the court with Lamarcus Aldridge and Lonnie Walker up the court in 150 minutes. He's averaging 1.32 fantasy points per minute, a 38% assist percentage and a 30% usage rate. It's that simple. DeMar DeRozan, if you're playing cash today, definitely at the exact same price as Russell. I prefer DeMar DeRozan over Russell. At a very similar price to Colin Sexton, give me DeMar DeRozan. If you're playing cash today, you start, in my opinion, you start those cash lineups with a Draymond Green and probably a DeMar DeRozan. We finish it up with Toronto, where I would rank the big three today. It's always, who are the big three? What's the rankings? I'd rank it Siakam, 
Lowry and Fred Van Vliet in that order. If the ownership is going to completely fall out on Fred Van Vliet, I'm okay with that because now he's priced up to 8,400. So again, give me Zach Levine over him at that price point. Give me Andre Drummond over him at that similar price range. And that's where we are at with that. Now, people might ask, what about Chris Boucher? He finally got 27 minutes. Yes, but Aaron Baines picked up four fouls too early on in that game, one in the early third quarter that ended up putting him on the bench and gave Chris Boucher more minutes. They do not want to give, for whatever reason, Chris Boucher big minutes right now. Maybe it's a developmental thing. I can understand that. Maybe it's they just went out and signed Aaron Baines. I can understand that. So Aaron Baines, I assume, as long as he continues to start like he always has been, I don't think you're going to be getting much out of Chris Boucher in this game due to that foul trouble. So that's where I'm at right now. Some of the priority plays for me early on are going to be looking like DeMar DeRozan if SGA plays and is not limited. SGA at that price tag and DeMarcus Cousins. And then Zach Levine at 8,600 has a 50 burger written all over him. Thank you so much for tuning into this video on this Saturday. I know it's going to reach a lot more people, so please do like, subscribe, do those things. I do have Patreon projections linked down below on Patreon and the podcast and the YouTube description. Again, that is patreon.com backslash Sal underscore Vetri underscore for projections, rankings, ownership for some other sports. MMA is also today. So some MMA tools, PGA for next week. And also, also the big game in the Super Bowl. Thank you so much. Support the sponsor of the show, Shuba Draft, the hoodie that we be repping today. My name is Sal. Get you that free money bonus up to a thousand dollar Ruskies. More content to come today. So much content already out for MMA in the Super Bowl and a bunch of other stuff. Obviously the NBA and potentially I'll see you later on tonight at 5 p.m. East Coast time. So keep your calendars open for that. Keep your notification bells on and I'll see you in the next one, gang. Enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy the rest of your weekend.